It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What is going on, Notre Dame fans? Mike Singer and Tim Hyde with this week's Notre Dame football show. Um, Tim, I'll tell you, I've had one heck of a day just in terms of personal and and work-related craziness. Um, And uh, I know you're a little – this is your Jordan Flu game tonight's show. (laughs) Sound all right, buddy? Yeah, that's what it feels like, exactly. So hopefully I get a good last-second jumper here to win the game. So maybe they'll do a 30-for-30 on us someday, huh? Here you go. Imagine how boring that 30 for 30 oh, um, man. would be on, on, on Mike Singer and Tim Hyde. Maybe, you know, the people will get to see the text message chains um, with, with you know, you, you, me, you, me, and Goolsby and and everything. That would be just, yeah, fantastic stuff. Well, I hope everyone is doing well. Um, Lux ND in the chat. What is up, my boy? Um, says 66 hours remaining. Um, I'm guessing that's until Notre Dame's kickoff. Um, which uh, you know also falls on my uh, the big three overall singer, but you know, know. The, the the schedule makers didn't worry about that. They went ahead and uh, you know scheduled that game for for uh, for the season open. How, how you feeling, Tim? About uh, I, I know you feel like crap, but uh, I've seen Notre Dame fans say you know d- drop on the board like, oh, I'm kind of nervous for Navy. Are you, you nervous? No, I mean, once again, I've been saying this for, for months. If if Notre Dame, you know, I know it was, oh, you got the Marshall and the Stanford, man, it's year two. If Marcus Freeman hasn't learned a thing or two to rally the troops and get guys going for the games outside of Ohio State, SC, Clemson, Notre Dame's got a lot more issues ahead. But, no, I'm, I'm not worried about Navy. That's just, that's just fans. It's coming up game one. You're getting hyped. You're getting excited. All those things. So, I'm not nervous. I'm excited to watch this football team play. Yeah. What are your, uh, before we kind of dive in the show, what, what does Saturday look like for you, Tim? You know, just on a personal level, like where are you watching the game? Oh, What's yeah. on, what are you going to be making? All that kind of good stuff. Probably not going to be making too much. I'm gonna, I have my notebook. I have my notepad because you and I, you start yelling at me 10 minutes before the game's over. Are you ready? You ready? I'm like, dude, you got to relax. 10 minutes? What about like before it's – oh, 10 minutes before the game's over. Okay, I thought you meant oh, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You always yeah. give me the text. I'm ready. I got the tie on, prepping, sprinting upstairs, getting those notes on. People do not realize, man, it is – it's a workout. It's it's so much fun, though. I know Goolsby hates it. It is a it's – a, it's, a, it's a fun little rush to do it, the live show, 
two minutes after the game. And you got to remember 22 things and so much better the day before. But it, it's fun, the live show. But uh, no, I'll be watching it here at the, ho- at the house. Uh, my wife, who's class of 2002, asked me today for the first time, I think, in nine months, hey, what's Notre Dame look like this year? So, so uh, you know, so she's, you know, she she's ready for kickoff finally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing too exciting for me for, for the game. Um, just, I, I'm really looking forward to it. The birthday um, game, you going to be eating cake and ice cream as you uh, prep the. We're kind of doing, uh, like Friday is my kind of okay. birthday. There you go. Day. Um, otherwise, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, all right. But, uh, before we really get into today's show, um, which we will talk about the decision at guard, which we've discussed a little bit, but I now that's actually named the starters. I want to discuss a little bit with Tim. We both have five bold predictions, yeah. and that's all I said. Hey Tim, give me five bold predictions. I've seen his; he hasn't seen mine. In terms of the predictions, um, I went a different route than Tim did, and I think that'll be interesting. Um, and, and really looking forward to having Tim react to my picks. Um, cause I really leaned into the bold for sure. And then we're going to oh, go okay. game by game season predictions. we got some prop bets. Um, and, uh, yeah, so definitely some exciting stuff, um, lined up for today's show. I like it. Um, before let's hear from a sponsor real quick folks. And we're looking at the ticket buying process you know it can be stressful. You got to find the event you want to attend. Sometimes that's easy. Sometimes it's not. But then getting the seats you want, going through the purchasing process, it can all be stressful. If you are like me, though, uh, you're even finding tickets at the last minute. But it shouldn't be stressful because you can go to GameTime.co, not .com, folks. It's GameTime.co. It's a fast and easy way to buy tickets for sports, music, even comedy and theater near you with killer last minutes ticket deal. So you can relax and get hyped for the fun you will have. And the best part, promo code BGI gets you $20 off your first purchase. It's not hard. BGI is that promo code. Not hard to remember. Um, They'll guarantee that you'll get the lowest price or they'll refund you. How about this? 110%. You really do not need to plan months in advance since GameTime.co has deals right up to game time. Snag the tickets without the stress of game time. Download the app, create an account, use promo code BGI for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Promo code BGI for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Um, I think I have a bet with someone that, and it's not a bet because I don't get anything if the other side of this happens, but if Notre Dame wins by 30, I think I got to shave my goatee. Um, So, yeah. Oh, Daniel says sharing a birthday with Singer. What a rush. Well, how about that, Daniel? Happy birthday to you on on, uh, Saturday. My, uh, my wish is uh, a Notre Dame national championship. I think that's that would be fantastic. Um, but I can't tell you guys if that's my wish or not. Okay, let's dive into it then. Um, Pat Coogan, was, he's the left guard starter for Navy, correct? Yes. So I think if you would have told everyone 
Pat Coogan and Rocco Spindler were going to be your starting guards over Billy Strouth and Andrew Kostovic on July 20, what, 4th, a day or two before fall camp started. We would have said Spindler, you could see Coogan would have been a surprise, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, Spindler, I, I, I go back to the spring game. I mean, he had a heck of a spring game. He looked like a different player than his first two springs, which, is, of course, is obvious. Your third year in the program, moving up, so – he looked he looked really good in the spring. I remember in our live show after the spring game, like, wow, he I mean, he may push. And obviously he kept that mojo going and got it and got it going. Coogan's is the big surprise. I don't care what anyone says. He he big surprise just because Billy Shroud at the hype. He was the first team in the spring game, and then you go into camp and he gets beaten out. So that was that was a shock. Tim's I hear the crying baby. You all good, man? You need to go take over kid. No, no. Okay, you sure? Because you totally can. I can hold on the floor. <laughs> she's hyped. That's Lila. She's uh, she's game day ready. I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's just interesting, man. And I, I think I talked about it last week, like how much of this is a change for what Joe Rudolph wants to do with the offensive line. Like, does Coogan just kind of fit more, or is it something like because Goolsby said for these opening couple games? play this guy, and then maybe next week you go with Shrouth and Kristoffic. I'm curious if you have an opinion on, do you think this is settled, or do you think that you continue to try other things? Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, man, I'm not a fan of that philosophy. Is oh, rotate this guy, rotate this guy. Especially on the offensive line, right? Yeah, well, first off, why do that if these guys have earned the right to start? I mean, they've gone through summer conditioning. They've gone through training camp. There was an open competition, Joe Rudolph said. It was, he said, hey, it's wide open. These are the guys battling. These are the four guys battling. And obviously they tried out Baker, Tosh Baker, and uh, Emil Wagner, but that's just to get them in the mix because obviously they're going against two, you know, they got, they're sitting behind two NFL tackles. So I think they were trying to get them in the mix a little bit. But um, no, I mean, they earned it. If you earn the right to start at Notre Dame, you start the game. So if he whiffs a few blocks, you know what's going to happen, Mike. Oh, my God. Coogan should be out of the game. Well, why? He obviously showed at practice he's the better guy. Who's to say Billy's Who's to say Billy's the better guy? He's been getting whiffed in practice. That's why he got beat out. So I'm of the, the opinion, especially these first few games, let these guys get reps, man. I, I've been saying Ohio State since, what, January 1st. So let these guys grow together, develop together, mold each mold up as one of five and get ready for that big Buckeye game. That's the way I look at it. I think, you know, the, the term Tim, where people say, you know, stars mean nothing when you get to college. Like, I, I don't think fans, we, we don't do that because we say, Oh, Pat Coogan, the three-star kid from Chicago Marist um, with again, not, not a highly ranked player sure. did have big time offers by the way, but this high school film, real quick, Mike. I went back and rewatched it. Like that long snapper, that long oh. snapper, those long snapper tackles. Yeah, the long. Yeah, that's a yes. Long snapper sprint down fifty yards making solos. He was he was a pretty good football player in high school. So obviously the three stars, the COVID. Compare that to then Billy Shrouth, the All American, the first player from Wisconsin in twenty years. Like, yeah, Shrouth is the sexier, like oh, the big bigger name. Yes. And that Coogan's not the sexy name, um, just in terms of all the hype. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like people are like, oh, why why is Notre Dame like I got people coming to YouTube like Pat Coogan is not a division one player, like or he's not he shouldn't be starting at a top D one program. Like, how the hell do you how, how can you say that? It just yeah. doesn't it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, that um, no, to I, me. I, no, that's funny. I've seen a few comments like that. Like, how's Coogan's? It's like, well, first off, he's been in the program, you know, an extra year, whatever that means. I mean, ta- talent's going to win over at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, if Coogan's the better football player, Rocco is the better football player with Kristoffic. Kristoffic's yeah. got, what, seven, eight starts under his belt. So those guys, hey, I said a week ago, I'm I'm hyped for them. I'm really excited as a coach to see players rise that were on the bench and they went out there over a course of 20 practices, really, really in the first 10 practices, more or less in Rocco's case, the first couple and just took that over. So and real quick on Coogan, Coogan being a three-star, uh, you know, talk about Notre Dame in, rec- in recruiting. He'll be the first one, first three-star to start opening day since Nick Martin in 2015. And then Trevor Rulin started a couple of games in 2019. So, ND O line U has been blue chips time blue chips the last dozen years when it comes to starting on the offensive line. Okay. All right. So next we're going to do our five bold predictions for 2023 as I get this all set up on my second monitor because I had to make 10 different graphics for this. Let me make sure I've got it all correct. Um, It looks like Tim, your crying kids are are okay. That's good. They're, They're excited. All right. They got their Irish gear ready to roll. All right. So, Tim, we're going to go first. Okay. And uh, Tim, Tim probably doesn't even remember these. So, I'll pop these up on the screen for you, Tim. And again, like I said, folks, we kind of went, Tim and I went in different directions. So we'll go through Tim's five first. So, your first bold prediction Hartman gets 500 passing, that should say yards in a game. Excuse me. Um, I just copied and pasted Tim's text to me, and uh, he forgot the, the the word yards there too. Hey, it's a text, all right. It's with a- with the like, there's interesting context there. Yeah, that you put in the text too. Yeah, I mean, there's only been two Notre Dame football players ever to hit 500 yards. You got Jack Cohn, we just saw in the Fiesta Bowl, and which was a loss, by the way. And then the great Joe Theismann did it in the loss against USC in the Coliseum in the pouring rain way back when. So those are the two that have only hit it. You know, Brady Quinn was, I think, 480s in a game. So he was close, but that was a loss. So um, I'm not predicting 500 yards and a loss. You know, the old saying, because Notre Dame's obviously wants to ground and pound, and they have an amazing stat when they hit 40 rushes, their percentage that they win when they hit 40 rushes. But I went with Hartman. I, I thought of something right away to get the fans excited, and Hartman came here to chuck the ball around, and I think he's going to get 500 in one of these games because there's going to be one of those shootout type of games where he's just going to have to go win the game over 40 over four quarters. All right, let's see. Number two, the 20 yeah. trash to see super chat. We'll get to that. Uh, the 2023 Vipers will get more than 14 sacks. Yeah, you know, because you told me five bold things. So, I, you know, I'm just thinking of the players comparing it to last year or whatnot, what's going to happen this year. Foskey and Adamiola. Foskey with 11, Adamiola with three. I think this group's going to – I'm saying Vipers because it's. I think they're going to play a bunch of them. They're going to go Sneed in certain packages, Otello, Tulio, Maka, Burnham as a core. I think they're going to get a lot of rotation, play a lot of guys. And that's my uh, – that's my that's one of my big predictions I thought about real quick. I think they're going to 
I think they're going to get 14 and a half this year to beat uh, last year. So I think that would be nice. Chris Tyree will have a thousand total yards this year. So that's between that's all purpose. That's punt, kickoff, yeah. return, receiving. I did this real quick. Where's that right here? It's, and it's amazing because I have not been the biggest Tyree guy because of just his running back, cut back, all those things. And once again, you and I have talked about his recruiting, the expectations. But at the end of the day, Mike, he's averaged 893 yards a season, which, which is like, oh my God, he hasn't done anything at Notre Dame. So he's averaged nearly 900 yards when you're going receiving. Uh, obviously, his kickoff returns, rushing. He's done a lot. So I'm going to predict him. I think he's going to get 1,000 because um, I think he's the, the punt returner as well. So he's going to get a couple there. He's going to, he's on the kickoff return team. They're going to throw to him a lot more than he's ever had before, and I bet he has I bet he has 25-plus rushes this year off of Jets and right. they line him up in the backfield. So that's my uh, little uh, stunner there. I am th- – did you say a stunner? Yeah, I, I, I think it is. I don't think no one's really thinking of a number like that for Chris. All right, I'm throwing a flag. I'm going the complete opposite direction. As a true freshman, he had 1,019 all-purpose yards. There you go. So he's already done it. I, okay. All I did was do three years. I didn't go one by one. So uh, yeah. so I got it pulled up. 1,019 in 2020, gotcha. 827 in 2021, and then 836 last year. Yeah. Uh, but the big difference there is kickoff return. He had 458 all-purpose yards. Excuse me, 458 uh, kickoff return yards in that first season, then 347 and then 254. So, yeah. whereas, I mean, the rushing yardage, actually, just let me pull this up for you guys so you guys can look at um, what I'm what I'm saying as well. Un momento, please. So you guys can take a look at this as well. Um, well, look at the rushing yardage is really interesting. 496. I mean, yeah. he had his best year as a freshman to then 222. And 444. How about all these games played for someone who had battled the injury bug a little bit in high school? Very, he's not in, in, at Notre Dame. Um, you see the receiving yards is really good. So, yeah, for someone who's, you know, I, I've been down on Tyree because I had such high expectations. He's still been pretty productive. And, I mean, and it's, and that's why I just went with the, you know, I just pulled up his stats and I just was like, man, how many yards? And then you look at him, you're like, yeah, he's got 2,700 total yards in three seasons. And I know, yeah, you know, he gets poo-pooed a lot, and in and all those things when we talk about him. But you're right, I, I think a thousand yards because after last season, he's the third running back. So you go from the third running back last year to the type of production I think he's going to have this year. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was, yeah. I was a little surprised when I started to dive a little bit more into him. Yeah, I mean, I could see, you know, what. 500. I, I think bold prediction. I think you could have gone for more like 12, 1300. Um, but yeah, I mean, if he's a starting wide receiver on this team, you could see him get what five, 600 receiving yards, maybe he gets a couple hundred rushing yards. And then if he's handling one of those, if he's handling kickoff returns this year, he could get 500 there. I mean, he, I think I, I would say well, there's a lot the way they either yeah, do returns nowadays, but, um, as you see, his numbers have gone down, 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 but, um, cause it's funny. Touchbacks are going up. Sure. Well, drastic sure. measures it's wild sure but I, no i don't know i just thought a thousand yards because when we think of tyree everyone's talking about so many other things i found that interesting kind of like with the vipers thing so many people are down on the vipers i'm like i think they're going to be pretty solid all right i like this one joel wins the outland trophy 
Bold I had to think award. of an individual award. And Mike, here I am sitting, 2023, and I am still bitter, angry that Mr. Quentin Nelson did not win the 2017 Outland. He lost Crazy. it to Ed Oliver of the University of Houston. And still to this day, every Notre Dame fan who has watched 2017, the way Nelson just manhandled humans on a, on a snap after snap basis. They win the Joe Moore Award, and he doesn't win the Lineman of the Year. So I think I think the Outland's going to – and by the way, the Outland Trophy, Notre Dame, a Notre Dame football player hasn't won the Outland Trophy since Ross Browner, in the, you know, obviously in the late 1970s, who Lou Samoji says the greatest Notre Dame football player he's ever seen. So – I think I think the Outland's going to say sorry <laughs> to Quint Nelson, and Joe Alt's going to win that this year. Now let's look at number five: four true seniors playing for an NFL contract in twenty twenty four. I, yeah, I've been talking about this a lot lately too. I think first off, they've all played. So Who I'm are talking, they? Who I'm are talking the Xavier Watts, okay, Chris Tyree, Riley Mills, Jordan Botello. So you're not looking at guys that have been on the bench sitting. They've all played whether it's games, special teams, whatever it is. They've had they've had roles, expanding roles. And man, the you know, people like to talk NFL. The NFL is just the contracts get to get the ball rolling. I look at it for these seniors, why come back for a fifth year? That's my that's my opinion. Why come back? Mills has played a ton of football. I think Patel is going to have a heck of a year. He's been taking classes at Notre Dame away from Hawaii. He's like, "Man, I want to go try out the NFL." I think Watts is the same, and Riley Mills has played a lot of football in the last two seasons. He even played as a, as a true freshman. I think he's going to go out there, have a great senior year. And I think all four of these guys will go uh, to the NFL and not come back for their fifth year. Okay, so to, to recap, Hartman gets 500 passing yards in a game. In a game, in a game. Uh, 2023 Vipers will get more than 14 sacks. Chris Tyree will have a hundred, uh, excuse me, a thousand total all-purpose yards. Joe Alt wins the Allen Trophy. Four true seniors playing for an NFL contract in 2024. Okay, I don't remember all of mine, but so we'll go through. Okay, <laughs> and there's a reason why we're doing these predictions before this this schedule. All right, all right. I really like this one. This one. So I really went bold. Like I went in a totally different direction than Tim. Okay. I think several staffers will leave after this year. Maybe several wasn't the right word because when I say several, I think like five or six. So maybe it should be like few. I think like three, right? Maybe four. I think Stucky might stay. Just have an inkling that I think Chancey Stucky really loves South Bend. And John says singers bold prediction and Jelly wins Heisman. I freaking love you, John. That was that's that's really funny. Um, I think Stucky stays. I think he's going to do a third year, um, at Notre Dame next year, and then he'll probably be off. But I just. I have an inkling that he is going to stay in South Bend for, for the next season. Um, number two, I think Bubakar Traore plays a big role by the end of the season. And big role, in, and not in terms of, oh, he's going to come in and have 15 sacks or something, but I don't think he's going to be a redshirt guy. I just think by the end of the year, he's going to be like, oh, he's emerged. Right? Kind of like Ben Morrison just like emerged. Not that I think Traore is going to have a Morrison type impact, but I think Traore is going to be a guy who emerges on this defensive line. Um, and Tim, we, we've talked a lot about, oh, last week we just talked about the freshman who we think we're going to play. I think Traore is kind of like a fringe guy for us, if I call. Yeah, yeah he was a fringe, playing four, 
no. my thing to rebuttal off of you is how is he going to get in? Let's that's, save let's save comments the from the peanut gallery at the end of my yeah. my five. I got, leads. I got you. I got you. Um, I yeah, I just I think that he's going it to. It is bold. Once again, it's a bold. I think he's going to be too good to keep off the field. Okay. And I'm going to save this, and we're going to we're going to come back to this at the end of the year. I'm going to like put it. this away, and um, and we'll come back to it. Notre Dame will have a freshman All American at receiver. They already have like some places are putting out their their preseason freshman All Americans, which to me is what like no one's deserved any of this yet, but yeah. I think by the end of the year, I think Notre Dame between Flores and Great House will have a freshman All-American at wide receiver. And like on three did their true freshman preseason team and Great House didn't make it. 24-7 had Great House. Okay. And the thing is, there are so many. Like of all of the positions for to have like freshman All-Americans, there's so many receiver possibilities you could do for that. So it, that might make it tough, right? Supply and demand. There is a great supply of receivers who play as true freshmen. So that might make it tough, but I, I think that's that's my that's why I think it's a bold prediction. I think Sam Hartman will be invited to New York, Tim. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Um, I think he's going to be in the Heisman. And this is why, right? Because I think Notre Dame is going to go 11-1 and one in the regular season. I think they're going to be a playoff team. And I think Notre Dame being a playoff team with that face, that quarterback, Sam Hartman, I think he's going to be invited to New York. I got Notre Dame going 11-1 and one this season and, and making the playoff. Tim? It's a good drink right here, Mike. All right, so now let me recap and then go to Tim. Sure. Five bold picks. Several staffers will leave, and I'm, I'm going to change it down to a few, like three, four, but Stucky's going to stay. That's still a few. If you're losing three or four coaches, that's a good chunk of your coaching staff. So yeah. just keep it. Yeah, keep yeah. It. Okay. Bubakar Traore, I think, is going to emerge by the end of the year. I think he's going to play a big role for this football team. Notre Dame will have a freshman All-American at receiver. Sam Hartman's going to be invited to the Heisman Ceremony, and the Irish go 11-1. and in the regular season, Tim, go ahead. Yeah, number one, 
I mean, it's Notre Dame assistants. They come and go like like crazy. So um, that'd be interesting if he stays because obviously he was um, some you know major college programs came after him. The key will be Clemson. Does yeah. Dabo need a wide receiver coach? Does Stucky go back home? Traore obviously had a heck of a camp as as we've heard and read about. And uh, you know Tyler Horka and uh, you know Jack Sobel's talked about a bunch in their uh, videos. My thing is just where does he get playing time? How does he you know, playing against Tennessee State in the fourth quarter doesn't bring him up. That's my opinion. And there's and there's so many vipers right now. I that's a tough one. That 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 out of all of these is pretty bold when you when you go there where he's out on the depth chart to come up. When you say a big role, you're looking at probably 20, 25 snaps a game. And that's a good chunk of uh, football for a freshman. Freshman all American, sure. I mean, those guys are gonna play. I, I think the upperclassmen have is I mean there's still question marks. But Matt Salerno is still running with the ones a ton. That that tells you a lot about the receiver group. So I understand that. I'll tell you what, number four, if he goes to New York, they got to he's got to beat Ohio State. So, and but that goes in line with your prediction number five. If they're eleven and one, it's because of Sam Hartman, and that means you right. two out of the three. So do you? And I, you know, I don't think it really matters who you know who you lose to. You beat two out of them. Did right. you beat Caleb Williams? Did you beat Ohio State? Did you beat yeah. when at Clemson? You win two out of those three. Yeah. Unless something crazy happens, like Clemson just falls off of a cliff, right? You beat Clemson, but they're like six and six. That's That might be a little crazy, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I would just draw that. I, I just put out that caveat. Yeah. So, I, yeah. so like well, I said, I went a little bit of a different direction than Tim. I like it, though. Um, but you got, I, I love these. You got Hartman. You got Hartman for the Heisman, and I went with your uh, your long lost cousin Joel winning the alignment of the year. So there you go. I like it. Hey, and if Traore does play a big role, Mike, he goes in line with my number two. Vipers are get are going to have more sacks than last year's Vipers. So there you go. So Traore, come along and he's help. Playing, you think he's playing Viper? Oh yeah, that's what he played during the camp. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Unless, you, read a, you read a lot more of the reports than I do, Tim. I just oh, kind of yeah. talk to I love, I, love, I love reading those guys. And I got the, the latest, you know, blue and gold right here where my camera is reading all this stuff. And uh, yeah, the Vi- you know, by but by the way, the Vipers, I call it the Steeler nickel, the old uh Pittsburgh Steeler, where they play two stand-up ends. So maybe Bubakar starts to turn into one of those if he evolves down the road. So I think that's that's just real quick. That's I think we're going to see a lot of Botello and Sneed when you hear about all this Jalen Sneed. I think that's going to be him being a stand-up D-end in their uh, dime package. Folks, please hit the thumbs up on this video. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for more content. Um, I posted it on uh, social medias and, and whatnot, our, our lineup for the fall. Um, we a, a great show lineup. Let me go ahead. Um, and pop this on uh, the screen as well. Our show lineup is fantastic. Tim, did I show you this graphic that we made? Yes. Um, yeah. I saw it. Yeah, you posted it online. Yeah. Pretty I mean, sharp. come on. Not only is the graphic super sharp. Sorry, podcast audience. Um, but we got Monday's our Hey Horka show with Pritchett and and, uh, and Tyler Horka. Did you get to watch any of that, Tim, from Monday at 3? I watched some. I've been swamped like crazy this week, but yeah, I, I did watch the really, really good. And then I just was producing in the background, just kind of hanging out. You Plus, know. I like Darren Pritchett. I like Darren. He's got the he's got the best radio voice, right? So Darren's solid. Darren's great. Yeah. Um. So then, and this is just live shows, by the way. We're also doing like 
Monday, right after the press conference, me and Sobel talked, and I think Jack is doing a really good job. When we hired Jack, I had no idea how good he'd be on video, and he's just like a budding star as well. Um, and then like Tuesdays, we have my recruiting update with Darren, So that's but that's not a live show. Wednesdays, we obviously have this recruiting update. I got that in, what, 13, 14 hours. Uh, Thursdays, 10.30 a.m., myself and Kyle Kelly. Post-game show, me and Tim, Goolsby show. Uh, me and Ghouls at 8 p.m. Sunday. So, yeah, we are we, – we got a great little lineup here. So uh, make sure you lock into our YouTube channel. And all of these will be posted um, on our podcast um, audio version as well if you're not able to catch us live. But, of course, like, you know, if you can catch us live, catch us live. Like, get in the comments, drop super chats, like, come hang out. Um, we would We would love um, to do that. Um, so yeah, I think next Tim is the, uh, the game by game season prediction. So what we're going to do here is, uh, we're going to pull up the, um, the, the schedule and, uh, we're going to go game by game. Yeah. And just for Navy. Yeah, yeah, go well, ahead, Tim. No, I was going to say, and as you, as we break this down, just for everyone, it's, I mean, it's kind of like a four game increment. You got the first four plays how it is and then obviously the next four is uh buckeyes back-to-back road trips two heck two really good uh, head coaches jeff brahm and mike elko your rival and then those last four everyone loves pat narduzzi and pitt on the road to clemson i saw this crazy stat by the way over the last 10 years clemson's 18 and one against ranked teams at night at clemson that's insane So that's going to be a fun one. And then obviously you end with the the final two, which by the way, Stanford, Stanford's got a heck of a football coach. Do you, do you know where he became famous, Mike? This little, high, this little high school called Folsom High. So he got that little program up and running into a state power. That's a good Mr. connection to have. Mr. Rico Flores obviously came out of that program. So that's what, uh, so it's nice to see him moving up the coaching uh, ladder there. So really good football coach he is. Just so you know, for most questions that you and Goolsby ask me now, I'm just declining to answer, I'm even not, if I know the answer. You know what, exactly. You probably didn't know that one, did you? But I, I, Tim, I refuse to uh, answer. <laughs> I plead the fifth. It's okay to say you know something. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> but then if I plead the fifth when I don't know something, it's going to become obvious. Anyways. That's true. Right, That's true. Navy, Tennessee State, win-win, Tim? We agree? Oh, Two and oh. Oh, without, okay. without a doubt. NC State's a sneaky one, Tim. September 9th on the road, 12 p.m. kick. Are we doing scores? You want to throw out some scores? I wrote down some score predictions. All right. Actually, we are. I did not do score predictions. I, I, okay. That's a little crazy right now. But that's okay. We're going to put a hold because I forgot about a super chat. Trash. Oh, okay. Um, from about 20 minutes ago. Sorry, Trash. Um, he says, really appreciate the Teller Super Chat. What do you think about Sam Hartman sharing his NIL deals with the team? He bought the team shoes and beats headphones. Don't forget to subscribe and like. Don't forget that for sure. I don't think he bought them the shoes and beats. Yeah. I think that he had the NIL deal with those things, and then they supplied all of it. I don't think he's buying. I could be wrong, but I. Yeah, I don't think he's spending his own money. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he. I mean thousands of dollars there but oh, it's, uh, 
this goes back to our conversation. I know Mr. Mike Goolsby got into this as well about NIL. It's not like I highly doubt this Under Armour NIL deal just popped up on August 5th and they just organized this. So I think this has been in the works for, can we say, eight months. So it's been a long process. Yeah. But regardless of whether he bought it off, like it's awesome. Like I'm, I'm glad, hey, I'm glad yeah. to see it. The, it's it's funny. Here. It's funny seeing like, do you watch the video of like all the players like reacting to the beats and like, um, you know, Charles Jagasaw joking, um, you know, the elder States, you know, he, he made some joke about Sam's age. Like that's what we do like that. That kind of made me smile. It's awesome. Like that's what NIL should be. Yes, that's It shouldn't be in recruiting. Thing. Like this is NIL. Like, but I'm curious, like, I would imagine, like, Beats and Under Armour gave Sam a good bit of money. Sure. But is that it? Like, is that all? It, that's that's the promotion? Yeah. Just, I mean, I mean that's he probably, it? Like, how much money is that? I, have no idea. I, I, I don't follow Sam Hartman's Instagram or TikTok or any of that. So he probably posted a video, a picture, and... I'm curious if there's more, you know, if it's like a multi-year, that's what kind of what I'm, I don't know. Oh, oh, does it go, I mean, I I highly doubt if he, if he, if he's a seventh round draft choice, he gets cut. He's not going to have this exclusive beats deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think think those are all NIL one year type of. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm just spitballing here. Bernie says he told Sam a senior citizen. That was Charles. That's, that's, that's funny stuff. I think Sam uses AARP discount to share with the team. (laughs) He's 24, right? right? Man, it's a tough age. Uh, Comments on the placements of the bye weeks. Uh, Appreciate the two BC. Um, So let's see. We have. Well, the placement of the bye weeks. October 21st. Yeah. I mean, November 11th. Once again, this is scheduling. This is what happens when you're, you're an independent and you want to go travel to uh, Dublin, Ireland. There goes one of the weeks right there. So, you know, and then you're coming back. I mean, I think the smartest thing is that they're if they're ever going to play a one double A, do it after you play Dublin, not Purdue, which they did in 2010, where you play one of your longtime rivals, Power Five, down the road in Purdue in the Big Ten. So that was a dogfight that they had to come back and win that game. So. I think it's smart scheduling at the beginning of the season. I don't like it because I'm just a big Notre Dame fan. I want to see them go right at it, right right out of the get-go against someone big. This schedule is is a nice tune-up for the middle part, I, I see it. But as far as the buys goes, that's just the way they, they had to place. So I don't think that's a Jack Swarbrick thing. That's a ACC place in the games where they had to go. Yeah. I think it's I think it's good. Yeah. Um... It's a grind, man. They got eight straight games to start. Yeah. That is a, that's that's a grind. But Notre Notre Dame kind of chose that path to start yeah. the season, from what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, would you like to have your buys before the big games? You know, someone's like, "Oh, now you're playing too late." I, I don't know. Yeah, buys are what they are. There's no they hidden. Are. I mean, but there's a crazy stat: Notre Dame. You know, because we always talk about the ACC, right? ACC's. I think this is the first year in like five or six years. Don't quote me on that, but it's something like four or five years where an ACC team for the first time is not having a buy. Remember how many times that we look at everyone has a buy before a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And Notre Dame has beaten them all. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, and Notre Dame's come out of buys and got their, you know, and lost in the past. So buys are five. All right. Let's go back to our, our uh, predictions. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't have score predictions, Tim. You're 
I'll throw them really out. I'll throw just them out. throwing crap on the wall and seeing if it sticks, but I like it. Go for it. I'll, I'll throw them out. But I got the Navy one. Not the Navy not one. Not the Navy one because that's going to be here. And the rest of them, are, you know, they're going to change week to week. But Navy one will be Friday. We'll have that be a Friday uh, afternoon. Yeah. So I got Notre Dame coming back. I got 55 to 6 over Tennessee State. Remember my prediction months ago, Navy, Tennessee State, Central Michigan, Hartman would have 15 touchdowns in those three games. Okay. So that was my prediction months ago. So we'll see if that holds true. All right. September 9th, 12 p.m. at NC State. Man, I got 28-17 Notre Dame. I just okay. think they're the better – I just went with the better football team. Hartman has struggled against NC State in that 3-3 stack that they play. Obviously, this is one of those pitfall games, but I'm just going to stick to this mantra of, all right, if Notre Dame loses, what's Marcus Freeman doing? And that's going to be my question. If they lose to some of these games, what is Notre Dame doing? This coaching staff, if they can't go into NC State and win, they have the better roster, the better quarterback, the better football team. So I got 28-17. Okay. Yeah, I like Notre Dame to to crush Navy and Tennessee State. And then uh, I, I like like 11 points. You got to think the spread of that game will be like minus six or something for Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, So it, it might be pretty tight, but uh, I do like Notre Dame there. And NC State's got some good defensive players, a couple of good guys in the secondary returning, a heck of a linebacker. So, and they got Armstrong at quarterback, the heck of a season two years ago from Virginia. So, no, that's going to be a good game. And it's a noon. Are those sea legs coming after Navy? And then you got Tennessee State. You know, I mean, we're going to know a heck of a lot about Notre Dame when they go to uh, NC State. The sea legs after playing Navy. Nice, Tim. Nice little, no pun intended. I was in the Marines. I've been on a few ships. So there you go. Um, And then uh, I don't think we need to talk about September 23rd. Nothing's happening that day. Central Michigan. I got Notre Dame 45-10. I think they're going to just come out and steamboat these. Going back to my 15 touchdown prediction in those three Easy games, I think, for Sam Hartman. All right, so four zero going into Ohio State, Timothy. Win or loss? Buckeyes. Buckeyes are going to be obviously top. What are they? Number two or three? Notre Dame at four zero. They're thirteenth. Any upsets ahead of them? They could be seven, something like that. That's some losses. It's like who's got some big losses? You know, Texas, Alabama will play. Obviously, LSU, Florida State. I really haven't looked at a lot of team schedules but they're four and oh they're gonna be like eight or something seven or eight yeah let's just say between eight and ten because obviously i don't think they're gonna rock it up beating central michigan and tennessee state so yeah i don't think they need a lot of respect but let's just say the networks as some people think conspiracy all the time on the message board the net networks run everything they get a top 10 matchup notre dame ohio state i'm telling you man i have i have ohio state 23 notre dame 17 and my reasoning, I just think Ohio State's defense is going to be freakish this year. They're going to be damn good. Give me Notre Dame. There you go. I'm taking the yeah. Irish. Ohio State has some good quarterbacks, Tim. But Yeah, what's that? Ohio State has what? Good quarterbacks. quarterbacks but going at Notre Dame here and this environment, just yeah. hoping it's not a sea of red. I don't I, I like the Irish. I think it'll be kind of low scoring. I do too. That's why I went with the low score in a 23-17 physical. Ohio, 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 State, Ohio State's got a freakish defense. They got a lot of dudes on there. And it's going to come down to what we've talked about many, many times before is do the wide receivers at Notre Dame come out and 
dominate the Buckeyes DBs. I think that's going to be the key, a huge key in this in that ball game. All right. So uh, and obviously Ohio State, real quick. Ohio State hasn't picked a quarterback, but they got two five stars. Yeah. So one of them is going to be the starter, and they got boatloads of dudes all over. Their O lines in flux a little bit. So, but we'll see. That's why I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I think, yeah. I mean, the Buckeyes are are. They got they got so many good football players, but it'll be a good good competitive four quarter game. Yeah, so Tim's got him at four and one. I got Notre Dame at five and zero. Oh. Duke's a really interesting one on the road. It's a pretty good Duke team right after Ohio State. Um, yeah, what, what what say you on that one, Tim? Yeah, I have Notre Dame. It's going to be like the NC State game. They're the better football team, better players. I got thirty to eighteen. I think it'll be a good dogfight, one of those emotional games. But if Notre Dame loses, they they got to rally. You got to rally. You can't have Marshall. You can't do Marshall where, where you lose two. You know the, the Buckeyes beat them two weeks in a row. Yeah, Freeman has to learn from that. And obviously, if Notre Dame, the big atmosphere, yeah, the atmosphere is going to be great. Notre Dame's had tons of great atmospheres. Buckeyes playing them all the time. But if they beat Ohio State, yeah, I, I think they'll go into you know Durham and, and boat race Duke because they'll be so ecstatic, so high, and so excited for what's to come down the road. So I think they're going to beat Duke no matter what. All right. Their schedule's getting tough. At Louisville, October 7th, I'm going with the Notre Dame win over Duke as well, obviously. Yeah, wow. this is my – I got Notre Dame 31, Louisville 30. I think if there's going to be one of those dogfight games, one of those yeah. pull-your-hair-out type of games, and it's a back-to-back road trips are always tough in college football. That second back-to-back game is always tough, and you look at so many – games over the over the history and plus louisville's got jeff brom i think he's a heck of a football coach how many times has he pulled off major upsets at purdue notre dame will pull this out because they got the better once again the better team this year but this is going to be my one dog fight game in the acc yep i think duke and louisville both kind of be close games yeah i, I think they're both going to be grind games yeah. they're, they're both good teams so um i got notre dame beating louisville so that's what seven and oh for me, six one for you leading into Southern Cal, uh, seven thirty Eastern kick at home this year though, Tim. This is it. I am going Notre Dame. This is our shootout. This is our arena ball football game right here. I'm going Notre Dame forty, SC thirty. I think out of the big three, I think this is the one where Notre Dame, the home game, SC. I, you know, Caleb Williams struggled on the road last year. Those were not his, his worst games. We're all on the true road game. So I think Notre Dame will get SC this year. That's the home, that's the homer in me right there. Yeah. Of the big three, you'd be like, okay, Ohio State's going to be really tough. Oh, maybe, maybe they can get USC. But we're really throwing darts oh, at, at, at a board here and hoping something good happens. So hey, I'm actually going to go with this is going to be my loss. Okay, look at you. I'm saying 11 and 1. I'm going to say a loss to SC. I, I just, I feel like Caleb Williams just might get Notre Dame's number again. He is special. Um, now, when we do our final thoughts, final sure. thoughts, observations, and prediction videos that we'll do each Friday of the season, yes. maybe I'll be changing my pick. But this oh, is yeah. a season pick. This, yes. I'm going to have Notre Dame falling for the first time in 2023. Okay. Upset. Uh, maybe yeah, I guess probably an upset. I don't know. Maybe what, what's USC? No, SC. Well, SC is going to be. I think they're going to be six and zero. Oh. Yeah, I mean, so I mean they'll probably be. It'll probably be like a pick 'em or something. 
if, well, if they're yeah. both undefeated going to this game. Well, if you're looking at them, obviously with your record beating Ohio State, then you're looking at a top five matchup. Right, here. right. Top five matchup in South Bend. You know, probably the two best quarterbacks, right? You're looking at Hartman, Caleb Williams now. If Hartman going back to the Heisman. The Heisman moment stuff, yeah. He's got to beat Ohio State. If he beats Ohio State, Sam Hartman's in that conversation till the end of the season. Unless yeah. Notre Dame just melts down, which I don't think they would. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, having fun with this, but also like college football so unpredictable. So I'm trying to predict the unpredictable, which is kind of dumb, but um, I am going to give uh, Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley the edge there. Um, He's got, they're loaded at wide wide receiver. Yeah. We've got some freakish transfers. Do they still have Mario Williams from plant city. Yeah. 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 Oklahoma guy. They got, they got one of your cousins singer from Arizona who was a thousand yard receiver. Singer. Yeah. I remember so hitting him up when he was in high school and be like, hey, bro, are we related? <laughs> so they got him. Great running back from South Carolina who didn't play in the bowl game, went to uh, the portal, went to SC. Some Boy. really good linemen. They got some, you know, a couple freaks on the D line. Anthony Lucas. They got the big stud out of Georgia. They got some dudes. People want to talk about, oh, last year they did this. They went and filled a lot of holes. So, yeah. And they got the best player in the country. Matthew says, man, Saturday needs to come. I'm so ready to begin this journey. Oh, it is. To begin the journey at blueandgold.com. Uh, I mean, it's it's the website for uh, for Notre Dame fans. So, actually, let me open let me open an incognito window here. So, right now, if you go to the website, and this is this is before Sunday, guys. $49.99 is a year. The $100 for a year deal is a steal. It's like $0.30 cents a day. Now you're getting it for half off for your first year. I mean, come on, guys. Look at just the recruiting coverage alone. Um, Where is it? Right here. I did six new recruiting predictions this week for the 2025 class. Like, go get all that recruiting scoop at blueandgold.com. Well, you got um, some old line ones. I got to read that uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, all think right. I like that. I think all you might right. like these new predictions. Okay. So, um, yeah, if you're uh, really wanting to, uh, you know, uh, be on this journey for this season, definitely pop in the blueandgold.com message board, especially if you're one of those that's like, I like to, to kind of procrastinate at work and uh, surf the web. Go go get smarter as a Notre Dame fan and uh, check out our website. Um, so yeah, we have you covered wall to wall there. Hey, real quick, a thirty second commercial here. Speaking of recruiting, is is Groovy Lambert still around? You know, is he, no one's heard from him in like two months. Is he still out there? Uh, <laughs> waiting, Tim. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that is definitely not a social media guy, is it? No. <laughs> and I don't like my linemen to be social media guys. I've said that for oh, years. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. Like just I, block linemen don't need yeah. to do interviews. Like just go. Yeah. Go hit people. Exactly. Oh, I like yeah. my offensive linemen. The only time they tweet is to retweet their teammates getting some D2 offer. Like give me that. You know what? That's, that's a great point. That is James. Great. James says just the comments and memes on the message board are worth the 30 cents a day. Oh, I am on the message board. Cracking jokes all the time. Tim's on there. Tim, God love him. He writes message board replies. Not it'll be six pages in, and Tim's writing a response to somebody that's longer than an article I would write. Tim's crazy on the board. I will say the memes, man. There are it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Talk about Taco Bell. That's up there. That's up there. Okay, yeah. we'll 
we'll continue. So what? So we're on pit after the bye week. So we're both at. Is that seven games now? Seven and one. Seven and one. We're both there. So all right, Notre Dame at home. The the Dracovic Bowl. Yeah, this is yeah, this is Notre Dame. Thirty-four. I got thirty-four seventeen over uh, Narduzzi's. So Notre Dame cannot lose to Pitt and Pat Narduzzi. If they do, then you know Freeman pack his bags. Yeah, can't lose to Pitt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. easy dubs. Uh, Notre Dame eight and one according to myself and Tim Hyde. Memorial Stadium, Clemson. Tim, we're gonna do that live show. I'm gonna be in the press box for that one. Oh, you are. You're gonna go down. I'm going. Uh, there's no way in hell I'm not going to Clemson. Okay, that's gonna be great. Yeah, so we're gonna do the live show. I had already told my wife a couple weeks ago. I was like, "Oh, I'm going." I told my boss, "Like, hey, I'm going to Clemson." And then yesterday, I was like, "Oh crap! I got the post game show. What can I do?" And I was like, "You know what? Just do it. Do it from the press box. If I have some background noise, the people will understand." So we're doing. Uh, we're gonna do uh, our first show f- with me from the press box. Well, um, I have, I have the Dabble Revenge Tour. I have Clemson twenty four, Notre Dame twenty one. I think it's going to be another dogfight, defensive game, uh, much like the Ohio State game. So that's uh, it's tough to win there. It's tough to win there, and that's going to be a long, long grind. If Clemson beats Florida State, which is going to be the big early game for Clemson, they are a top five game. I mean, once again, Notre Dame, Notre Dame is like inches away from having three top five matchups this year, which is pretty awesome. You go Ohio State, Southern Cal, and Clemson. So uh, Clemson could easily be a top five program, but I have a dogfight with uh, Clemson winning that one at home. Going back to this crazy record that Dabo has. And I also saw something tweeted out. I don't think Dabo's lost to the same team two years in a row in 10 years. Oh, that's impressive. I like that stat. I'm going to dig that one up for you. Someone literally tweeted that the other day, and I was like, I got to remember that. And you know what they say about records, Tim? They're made to be broken. That's right, you beautiful man. Notre Dame. Yeah, I already. I mean, I said eleven and one, so you know where I'm. I already got the loss. I like it. Give me Notre Dame to go into Memorial Stadium and pull off a crazy with with singer in attendance. The upset victory with singer in attendance. That will be great. That will be. Oh, and Jelly throws the final three touchdowns of the game in the final thirty seconds. It'll be amazing. And Jelly does the um. The onside kick, and he goes and recovers it himself. Oh, it's going to be amazing, dude. And then Joe Alt picks him up in the end zone. And then oh, and then Angeli pulls out a picture of me and his, from his sock. Oh, and, and, and everyone's just praising Mike Singer. It's going to be amazing, Tim. Oh, my Lord. I should have put that in my bold predictions. That would have been a better one, right? <laughs> yeah, I got Notre Dame. It's going to be I, – I didn't, I didn't do score picks like Tim, but – But you got him winning. I got them winning. It's gonna be crazy. I I just think they go two and one versus the big three okay. and beat everyone else. That's, well, that's, that's going right. back the obviously if they go one and two, it's the same as what you did with last year with Buckner and Pine. So you go get Hartman if you go one and two against the big three again. What did you gain, right? As we've talked many times before. So Notre Dame's got to go two and one. But if they go one and two and they go ten and two, like you're you're going to give Notre Dame wins over Wake Forest and Stanford. If they go ten and two, who's to say they don't go like eight and four with Buckner and then and then Freeman's on the hot seat next year? Like, well, I'm yeah, you needed well, to you need to get you, you need to win now. 
Well, that's why I'm predicting that obviously the 10 and two, because they won eight with Pine. I think with Hartman, you got to be a plus two this year. I just, I just think that's got to be the, I think that's got to be the standard for this football team. I think anything under 10 wins. Yeah. Is a huge disappointment. That's just my opinion. I think it's a huge disappointment if they do not win 10 football games this year. For the sake of time and your health, we're going to, we're, we're not going to talk about Wake Forest and Stanford win, win. 11, do you think 11 and one gets Notre Dame in the playoff? Like, obviously, it's sure. tough to say because, well, what does that mean? Like, where are, if, if there, if there's a year where no upsets happen, right? Then you have a bunch of one loss, bunch of undefeated teams. Like, it's kind of tough, but do you think 11 and one? Going two and one against the big three might be good enough for the Irish to get in the playoff. Yeah, I mean they're, they're going to be right there. I mean, obviously they're going to be. Right, I mean, it's, it's cheesy to say, but they're yeah they're going to be right there. Eleven and one. Yeah. You have two wins against top five teams, yeah. whether it's Clemson, SC, Ohio State. So if they're eleven and one, they have to be there because you got. I mean, Alabama. Obviously, the the SEC champs going to be in. The Big Ten champs going to be in. But is the Big Ten champ in if? Notre Dame beats Ohio State. Ohio State loses again. But then, you know, however that pans out, um, SC's got the the best. They have the hardest schedule, but the best schedule. If SC goes, if SC goes eleven and one, their their second half of their schedule, starting with Notre Dame after, is ridiculous. And if they go win all those and win the pack, they would have to be in. But eleven and one, man, they're they're that four five. Because there's no okay. conference game, they had a one double A central. You know what I mean? The, they're going to get big credit, but you know maybe a few dings. They're going to be the four or five. They're going to be right there on the cusp. They, I don't see them getting bumped up to a top two or three. All right, you want to record a couple of TikToks? Oh, I'm sure. Tell I almost me what forgot I have about those. Tell tell me what I have to say. Okay. All right. So if you guys are like, "What the heck are you talking about, Mike?" So. We have like a decent sized like TikTok channel and, and I post these on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. So it's just like Tim and I will just like record like a little 60 second clip and we do it live on air. Um, to, it's just fun. So yeah. So you guys get to see how the sausage made. So the first one will be, what are your expectations for Sam Hartman this season? You can go wherever the hell you want with that. Sure. But I just figure that's good content for the casuals. So do you have a good 35, 40 seconds you can talk on that? I got 35 seconds. Win Tim, games. Tim's uh, flu game here has been fantastic. Tim, I have. You, I have actually done this thing out. The most amazing tea, honey, whatever else the wife put in there. It is, it's battle tested. It is working. And then we have a 10 minute video to record after this too for, that's, for Friday. That's, that's piece of cake. That's gravy. That's easy. Okay. All right. Here we go. Kickoff for the 2023 season is almost here. Notre Dame versus Navy. But before the season starts, Tim, I'm curious, what are your expectations for Sam Hartman this season? Uh, first off, the expectations would be to win two more games than they won in the regular season last year. And I think that's 10 wins. I think 10 wins is the standard. You brought in Sam Hartman, 45 starts, 100 some odd touchdowns, all the yards he's thrown. He's got Wake Forest to the ACC championship game. He's got a lot under his belt. So my expectations are the wins. He came in to go two and one against the big three games on the schedule. I think he's going to throw for 3,500 yards, 35 touchdowns, which will put him up in the upper echelon in Notre Dame history for a single season. All right. Good work, Tim. Look at, look at that. Look at the work we do here, Mike. All right. So that one I think will go up Friday. 
Then for tomorrow, I wanted to do, um, we both just kind of riff on our, uh, our, our, we'll go back to our schedule uh, record prediction. Okay. Um, so we'll just kind of go 20, 20 seconds on that. Sure. Okay. All right. So we were at, I got to mark my times here, about 57, 20. All right, here we go. A big season around the corner for Notre Dame. Tim Hyde and I from Blue and Gold are going to go quickly through our regular season predictions for the Fighting Irish on the schedule. Tim, I have Notre Dame beating Ohio State, losing to USC, and then pulling off a crazy upset at Clemson and winning the rest of their games on the regular season schedule. I, I, go, I got Notre Dame 11-1 and and going to the playoff. Tim, what, what say you? I'm going to go 10 and 2 with Sam Hartman, and I'm going to go with the losses. Ohio State, just a better football team. Uh, Dabo Revenge in Clemson, tough place to win. And I'm getting them to beat SC because I'm not a fan of USC, and they got to get revenge on Caleb Williams. I think that's going to be the big shootout game this year. I'm going Notre Dame in that one, 40 to 30 in a barn burner. Okay. All right. There you have it. And uh, I just posted my Instagram in the comments, so you can go follow my Instagram, and that will be posted there. So, yeah, TikTok, Facebooks, YouTubes, all, all of the all of the thing. Instagram, yeah, we, we post these everywhere. Um, so just trying to, you know, do this different short-form content that's very popular. Okay, yeah. and then to wrap up the show, got some little prop bets. Um, okay. I think this is fun. Okay. And I want everyone in the YouTube comment you know, if you're watching live or back, let us know yours. How about this, Tim? The over-under, obviously, we're going over this. Eight and a half. But that's the Vegas line, right? That's the Vegas line for Notre Dame's regular wow. season. Eight and a half. And if were... they lose all of the big three games, they're still in winning. They're still going nine wins if they just win the rest of the game. So, yeah, Vegas is down on Notre Dame. Um I would assume everyone in the chat is saying over this. Sure. Well, I think but, it was eight and a half last year, too. Was it? I probably remember right. So, and it was the under. And they got the eight. Yeah. But, but Notre Dame's this but, team is, man, Mike, they, they, they're not losing to Marshall. And, you know, they're, they're not losing that kind of those games this year. That's, I agree. If they, man, if we're talking after Stanford about another nine and, or excuse me, an eight and four season. You know, they just – they lost to the big ones. They couldn't get over the hump. Hartman had one of those five interception games that he's had, you know, at least one the last couple seasons. And they just – yeah, they go on the road. I mean, those road games are tough. NC State, Duke, Louisville. Louisville is mine just because of the head coach. Well, first off, all three of those head coaches are really good on all three programs. So, yeah, I mean, this could be crazy, but – I just think Notre Dame's got a lot of good football players. I think they're going to rally this year. And I think Hartman will be the difference in getting them to at least 10 wins in a New Year's Six. Anything below that, if they're playing in the Gator Bowl, the Holiday Bowl, the Camp and World Bowl, you, people could spin it however they want, Mike. Disappointment. Yeah. Disappointment. You bring in Sam Hartman to make the playoff. That, I mean, yeah. that's that's it. Yeah. Or um, to go play Florida State in the Orange Bowl or whatever the heck it is. You know, they go to a big, big game. That's, that's why he's here. Uh, this is from Prize Picks, which is a really cool website. They're actually going to be our sponsor for tomorrow morning's recruiting show. Um, actually pretty hyped about this sponsor, and we get to like make predictions uh, live on stream. So this is going to oh, be pretty cool. Um, so Prize Picks, they're over under, uh, they're high or low. Um, what do they call it? over or under 
or mm-hmm. more or less. I think it's more or less. That's their verbiage. Uh, so from prize picks, more or less for Sam Hartman, 2,900 yards, uh, passing yards in the regular season. Yeah, I'm saying over, and it's interesting. I pulled up some of the career stats. You know, that's all. I mean, Hartman would only be, if he hits that, it's only going to be the 10th quarterback in the history of ND to ever do that. So that's pretty, wow. yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's going to game, Tim, then he should be able to get over 3,000. Oh, I agree. I, that's why I think he's going to have 3,500. I think there are going to be some games where Hartman, I mean, once again, those ACC road games where he's going to have to put up 300 some odd yards just to move those chains and get that ball rolling. So it's going to be a lot of pressure on him. We Someone asked about that in the Super Chat a couple of weeks ago, the, the pressure that Hartman is. But it's why he came back for his sixth year. It's why he came to Notre Dame. That's why he did – the deals that he's done, he you know, he's putting his name out there and he came to Notre Dame to, to win these big games and to prepare himself for the NFL. He's got an NFL contract. I've mentioned that with other players. I know, oh, my, yeah. my, you know, I know Mike Goolsby's talked about some of those seniors as well. And his show he did, this is a huge contract year for uh, Sam Hartman. Yeah. He got a seventh round free agent grade last year. He's trying to get move up to day two. He has a great, so this is a big, big bet on himself, so to speak, that Sam Hartman did. Yeah, and such a big part of this is the receiver group. Like, how how much do they help him too? So that's um, and you know what, and Goolsby's gotten a lot of uh, riff. He's got more than me, which is funny. So you know, and he and I had the same opinion. He had nothing good to say about those receivers. Like, who was? No. And um, definitely glass half empty, if not think, fully empty. I think that's just going to be why Hartman's here. His experience, I think he'll hit the the curl, the back shirl, the back shoulder. Those out. I think he's going to just hit those guys in spots to give them more opportunities. I think at the end of the year. Yeah, you need Sam Hartman to be a truck for sure. Oh, you can't have it. Uh, also, from Prize Picks, more or less twenty six and a half passing touchdowns. Um, in the regular season, Tim. Well, I'm picking 15 and three of games, so which is a crazy number if he does that against three games. Oh, I'm going to say over. I, he's going to be in the 30s. Yeah, I truly believe he's going to be in the 30s. Yeah, I'm with you on both overs. And then this is kind of an interesting one. It's like I think it's plus three thousand for Notre Dame to win the national championship. So if you if you bet ten bucks on Notre Dame to win the national title. You get 300. Now, we are not doing any gambling advice here. That's for sure. No. But, Tim, if you were a gambling man, would you take a flyer on that? No. Do you throw 10 bucks at that? <laughs> no. I mean, you're seeing national champions. You're telling me Notre Dame is, is a national championship skill group. I mean, you, you get bucks. That's what I'm saying. You're not betting your mortgage. It's 10 bucks. You're throwing 10, 10 bucks. It's a couple lattes the wife enjoys. Yeah, I mean, sure, I'll take a flyer on 10 bucks, but I'm not saying it's going to happen. So I guess I'm burning 10 bucks, right? But uh, no, when you say, I mean, if you're putting 10 bucks on, you're, I mean, I mean, just get rid of the 10 bucks. You're basically saying Notre Dame's national champion. That is, that's, that, that's, in, for me, I don't, I don't see how that is. But why well, take a flyer on 10? Sure, Mike, I'll take a flyer. I took a flyer when the Rams won the Super Bowl when they're, Week one, they looked amazing on the Sunday night game against the Bears. I think it was. Okay. They were plus fourteen hundred. I took a flyer. I wish I would have bet more. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Notre Dame. If I bet ten bucks and Notre Dame wins the national championship, that will be absolutely amazing. Hey, I got Notre Dame making the playoff. I'm telling you, man, to make the there's a there's a lot of good teams. I saw um real quick on the playoffs. I think it's going back. Uh, who's that? Brett McMurphy. 
who always posts great data out there. It's going back 2004, only two teams have won the national title ranked outside the top six since 2004. I, just, I, I dig that tweet up. But that's amazing. So basically, it's going to be one of those top six, whatever the AP six is right now. One of those six the, is the odds-on favorite. Notre Dame's 13. Okay. And I think the two, someone may know in the chat. I know Cam Newton. Oh, my God, Tim. Who was the other one? Oh, um, uh, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. They were right outside. I think they're 11. Okay. 10 or 11. So um, two Heisman winners going back to Mike's. Sam Hartman winning the Heisman. There you go. See how it's all lining up, right, Mike? I would have Notre Dame probably getting bounced in the first round of the playoff, but I think it would be huge for some to make it. All right. Um, last comment here from Andrew on the Super Chat. Five bucks. Really appreciate that. And then we're going to get out of mm-hmm. here. Um, Tim, have you been following Buckner at all in Bama's camp? Do you think he will start a game this year? Um, also, I'll, we'll have this Super Chat. And then Pine, people, some, some Notre Dame account tweeted out like, as a fan account, was like Buckner or Pine got beat out at Arizona State. Like, pull a hamstring, he's out for like, yeah, he's out, like he's injured. Maybe he still would have, maybe he would have gotten beat out if he was healthy, but it's just not the correct verbiage. Yeah, I had read Pine was, if Pine was healthy moving forward, he, yeah. he would have been, been the the starter. So he pulled his hammy, and you got to go with uh, Rashada. Yeah. Uh, superstar freshman. So, I saw a, I've only re- go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, oh, no, no, okay. no. I've only read a few snippets here and there. Uh, a few saving comments about that. It sounds like the Milrose there, but supposedly Buckner had a great scrimmage a couple days ago and is battling. So it's, it sounds like Milrose is, is the guy, but what I've been reading about Alabama is my, you're talking about freshman all American. I think the freshman player of the year is going to be my number one player from last year. Caleb Downs. That guy supposedly is, (laughs) <laughs> is a man child at practice right now. So he's going to start. And Keaton Proctor, a guy Notre Dame offers, is going to start on the offensive line. So so quote from Nick Saban, the QB battle is sort of taking shape, but the competition will go past the first game. So I don't think that's a good sign for anybody. I, I think Milrose is going to end up being the guy too, just it's from all, reading the tea leaves. But Buckner, oh, it's just what a – it's going to be fun same. watching the SEC as a Notre Dame fan. You know, just like watching what goes on at Bama and LC. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued. But the oh, Buckner yeah. thing's just so interesting. I'll, and I'll leave it at that. Um, yeah. But, but going back to the true question, yeah, I haven't followed it day by day. I've only read a few things here and there. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up today's show. Make sure you tune in 10.30 a.m. Thursday. That's Eastern time. We're going to have a full recruiting show. Myself and Kyle Kelly on Friday probably around 11 or 12 p.m. Eastern, uh, 11 a.m. or 12 p.m. Eastern. We'll have our final thoughts, observations, and prediction video where Tim Hyde breaks down the keys of the game um, and gives a score prediction for the Irish versus Navy. And then Saturday after the game, make sure you come right back here to our YouTube channel for our post-game live show. That is going to do it. I'm Mike Singer. He's Tim Hyde. Really appreciate you guys um, for watching this show live, watching it back, listening to the podcast. I really Thank you for making us a part of your day. Uh, See you, Tim. I was going to say Saturday, Navy. The clock rules are going to be a little different. Fully expect us to be live. I will say my bold prediction, Mike, 5.35 p.m. Eastern time is when we'll be going live. No chance. Take the over on that if that's on prize picks. 
we want to run a clock. No, I mean, three-hour games. Remember, it's not well, – it's NBC, darn it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not going. Yeah, it's going. Okay, all right, all right. All right. 550, 550, 550. I'm sorry. We'll see you guys around 550. I'm Mike Singer. He's Tim Hyde. And uh, appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next time.